Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Darren Connell podcast show, Straight White Whale. Thank you for joining us again. Before I get into the podcast, I just want to give a shout out to this week's sponsor, Merchant City Medical. Merchant City Medical are a trans... transmetic? Transmetic? Is that even a word? Fuck knows. Cosmetic? Cosmetic. Transmetic? Uh-huh. What the fuck is transmetic? Let's do something. Let's do something different with this ad, right? Darren, how come your hair looks so great today, mate? Merchant City Medical. Who are they? Tell me more. A cosmetic... <laughs> <laughs> a cosmetic business based in Glasgow City Centre. And that's where I got my hair transplant from. Um, they also do other things like liposuction, um, Botox... Lip fillers, they mm. can fix your teeth, and you can get an injection into your penis that would make your erections better for sex. I don't know why I'm staring right into your eyeballs <laughs> with it blinking <laughs> as I'm saying that, Paul. Guys, have you ever had trouble with your erection? <laughs> Go to Merchant City Medical. <laughs> They're a great company, and I'm not just saying that. The guy that done my hair transplant is called Paul. He's a great guy. Um, I know that when you go bald and you lose your hair and you go through that process, it can be a very uh, daunting experience. Um, a lot of people struggle with it. So see if you know, you're struggling, just give Paul a phone on 07901-336-169. Ask him all the questions that you're worried about and he'll put you at ease. And then it's a very affordable kind of process as well. You pay a small deposit, you can pay it up monthly and I've got one more payment left and it's this month. So there we go. Robbie Williams, mate. Brilliant, brilliant, mate. I wonder if he accepts nudes. On that um, mobile number? Is it on I Telegram? Know. Just hundreds of dick pics getting sent to him now. Flaccid <laughs> ones though, because they're wanting to get that dick injection. Voice notes. Here mate, gonna help me with my dick. <laughs> Here mate, can your boss get a hair transplant? 
Kids navigate junior boys. Do they do the beard transplant? They do do the beard transplant. I don't know why I forgot about that because that is one of the ones that I've seen and I was like, I can't believe that. No, people getting a beard transplant. But someone very famous that I can't remember who it is got a beard transplant and he said it was one of the most horrific, painful experiences out. Mm. I thought a hair transplant was hard. Was it sore? Yes, it was. Did he get you anything? Yes. Um, and I, ve- I feel very honoured because they were like, it's one in 50,000 that will feel pain in the right hand side. So you won't feel any pain. And 15 minutes in, I was like, I can feel pain in my right hand side. So you're basically an X-Man then? Yeah, basically. Right. I'm a superhuman mutant. Nice. So I was like, I can feel pain. Give me more painkillers. Give me more. So how are you, mate? I'm good, mate. Busy, as always. But no, I'm having a good week. I haven't seen you in a week. I know, man. I miss you. I miss you as well. It's getting toxic from my That's regard. A, you stalk yeah. my social media. Yeah, I'm getting that. obsessed, mate. Aye, uh, mate. I'm getting obsessed. Replying to my stories with the wee fire emoji and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm posting photos of my cat. Aye, I'm <laughs> getting obsessed. That's man. fire, man. That's fire pussy, man. Pussy. <sighs> right, so what are we going to talk about this week? We can't talk about nonces. That was a full... Uh, podcast last week on Prince Andrew being a sweaty nonce. Day 25, no cigars. Uh, sorry, 25. Day 20, no cigars. Yep. I feel brilliant. Aye. I feel good. How long did it take for the, the, uh, whatever, old man throat to disappear? I'd say, honestly, man, quite long, about 15, 16 days. That's crazy, mate. Yeah. That's fucking mental, considering that you smoked them for what, a year? Yeah, and I had a lot of pain, see, right in there, deep, right in the throat. Very, right. very painful. Next stop sucking dicks, mate. Excuse me? <laughs> or more. Maybe more. Maybe more dicks than they did. It's called fighting fire with fire. <laughs> fighting fire with cum. Have you actually, su- have you ever sucked a dick? No. No, never. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lies. <laughs> so I, uh, uh, Prince Andrew, some of the Prince Andrew. Cigars now. What's the meat sucked that guy's cock? I don't sweat. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a, there was a sweat. There was a bit of sweat. And then, it, have you seen the picture of him though? It's like, I don't sweat, I don't sweat. And then there's a picture of him in a fucking cat hole, drenched in sweat. <laughs> Aye, mate. He's in the slam tent to tea in the park. <laughs> fucking idiot, man. <laughs> fucking sweat. We're not talking about the nonsense. Aye, we're not aye, we'll move on for that. I've got lots of subjects here. I've kind of noted them down. They're all uh, scrubbled down. So this is my week. I went back and I did cold water swimming. So how many times have we done it now? That's my second time I've done it. Right. Um, we did, went to a different... What's that? How did you feel? A different location this time. We went up to the waterfalls up in the campsies and it was it was stressful, mate. It wasn't enjoyable. Like right. the, the first time was enjoyable. The right. second time it was like, as soon as I was in the water, I was like, oh my God, man, this is hardcore. And uh, my pal Max had his phone <clears> and we, we did five minutes. And it was a fucking mental gymnastics, man. After it, I felt amazing. But I woke up today and I was in agony. And I noticed, like, I don't do weights, right? I've never really done weights in my life. But I woke up today and see there, I felt pumped like I was doing weights. Right. And I was, like, moving like, oh, fucking hell, man, it's sore. So it kind of felt like I'd done weights. Right. And uh, I texted him and I said, mate, I feel like I've had a workout. And he's like, that's what happens. 
So I don't really know the science behind it. You must have just been so tense. Yeah. Like pure, what the fuck? Get me out of here. It's been so <laughs> tense that your muscles have like got an actual fucking workout. Well, that's crazy. At one point I was just screaming like flat out, just ah, and right. he's like sitting there like it's a fucking warm bath. You were going pure primal. Aye, I was fucked. That's class, man. But I feel better. I feel like my skin's better. I feel good. Did you get the euphoric feeling after it? Did you, that high that they talk about after the, the cold water? High. Yep. So what um, was the difference between the first time and the second time? Like? So the first time was like more peaceful because it was up at Loch Lomond at Luss. Mm -hmm. It was beside the beach mm -hmm. and it wasn't moving water. So it was like really just calm and there was like ducks fucking swimming past us like within touching distance right but up at the waterfall it was just really loud constant movement of water it was colder as well but i don't regret it i felt amazing after it my lunch was fucking brilliant uh i just felt better i went for a sauna and a steam room as well just felt totally detoxed and at night i had a great sleep as well that's the main uh, thing mate do you know what i had an absolute fucking shocker of sleep last night but it's mm. my own fault it's my oh. fault. I took an edible. An edible? Uh-huh. Edible cannabis. Oh my god. Illegal do you know who I am? I'm Bobby for Scott Squad. Shit. I do panto. <laughs> what does that, does that mean you're gonna what? I'm gonna get cancelled. Oh right. No, I was kidding on. So I've never took an edible before. Right. I take it a lot of people know what an edible is. Can you please explain to my audience what it is? And how it came about and what was your experience? I've I've took many edibles many many times but see sometimes man it just hits you harder i think it's because like as i was saying to my missus like there was, it was all very nicely packaged right one of my mates was like i've got i've got edibles do you want them i was like ah, i'll buy some and he gave me them and it was millions do you know like the wee fucking chewy sweeties yeah millions they were, it was like branded as that and it was like 600 milligram or whatever i took the like sort of lumped together and i took one lump and she took another she was all right and i fucking basically just passed out but she was like this morning how come i was all right and you i was like because this is getting cooked in some cunt's kitchen and fucking spring bomb like <laughs> they don't know what, what they're putting in how many milligrams like it just that's just for show like they've got yeah. somebody in fucking uh dh gate to make these wee fucking bags and they just fucking wire stick weed into fucking sweeties and they sell them to you but mate i woke up at like fucking two in the morning and it was like i was meeting my demons mate i was literally all the bad shit was just running through my head it was like i should be sleeping through this what the fuck is going on here yeah and i, I fucking sat up to about four and then get back to sleep and woke up at like eight so i uh, fell asleep at like nine o'clock so overall i got a full night's sleep yeah but i um it was one of the ones that i i didn't i didn't have a good time on it but here you know roll with the punches fuck it like i'm still gonna take it next time they, they i've still got some in the house i might take another one tonight because it's like the cold water therapy right <laughs> you're challenged you ah. sort of like oh fuck and you feel like you're gonna die it's like i'm gonna fucking die here and yeah. then you don't you're like oh life's actually all right i quite like life do you know what i mean it's like that you meet your maker do you think it was supposed to happen but like in the universe sort of thing, mate. I manifested a fucking bad trip. Uh, I cause like some people, you know, you'll have five beers and you'll get a buzz, but mushrooms aren't always amazing. You're supposed to sometimes have a stressful experience on them to benefit from it. I get what you're saying. I probably then I yeah. I've I've been 
kind no I wouldn't say I would go so far to say stressed but I've been busy mm-hmm. so I think like if there was a lesson for me to take for that last night take something away it's maybe like slow down like I was thinking about it this morning I was looking at my calendar for next week and it's kind of like three quarters full in comparison to this week but I think I'll just stop taking any mail like for next week and maybe yeah. just give myself a, a lighter week than I've had so maybe you're right mate maybe it was meant to happen yeah you've got to uh, be kinder to yourself i've changed a lot of things this year as well and mm-hmm. um i've started eating meat again i know i've told oh, you really? i had told you i was kind of dangling around it but i've spoke to a couple of people that you know health people nutritionists i right and through me telling them what's happened to me in the last two years with skin stuff and hair stuff i've been told that i should start eating meat again right do you supplement in the last year i haven't right and i know that's probably one of the main reasons i would say so i think if you're gonna eat a full plant-based vegan diet Mm -hmm. you need to supplement as far as i know it's there's certain things i think b12 um and there's certain proteins that you just won't get and you can get hemp protein yeah which is vegan friendly but yeah. it's a supplement uh-huh. i think you kind of need to supplement i remember somebody saying to me take fish oils like mm, they're no vegan yeah but you <laughs> can get algae sake. oil it's a mega free algae oil right can you so see fish so I'm fi- well no right. fish eat the algae right and then that turns into a mega free and right. then that's why we take omega-3 but you can just take the algae and it's better right so cool. even if you're a meat eater i would recommend taking algae algae it's just better right because then you don't take any of the fish mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if you're a vegan or not it's just better taking full algae mm-hmm. and i think it'd be better so i'm going to kind of i feel it myself as well physically i, I don't feel healthy right now right internally. was the vegan diet supposed to be a health thing it was and i right. felt like I, I felt amazing but then i was supplementing i was i was <clears> eating healthy i was exercising and then the second year of covid happened and depression hit me stress hit me mm-hmm. i started comfort eating i was kind of veggie then i was vegan i was eating a lot of cheese started eating chocolate crisps fizzy juice and stuff chips mm-hmm. shit that i wasn't eating in the first year mm-hmm. i've probably put on maybe fucking honest to god mate i've probably put on about five stone so i know that that's through comfort eating uh disordered eating stress eating mm-hmm. but i know that i'm not saying that i won't go back to being vegan i just feel like i need i've ordered from a prep company right right and it's i've paid full price i'm not getting a deal on it do you want to give them a shout my prep Right. called it's a uk based uh prep company um popular aren't they My very prep. popular uh-huh. they're in glasgow i think who was a scottish swimmer is it michael jamison that's right i he he used to work with them right mm-hmm. um and i used them years ago and it's very very healthy but the way i'm looking at it is it's really healthy food fish um all the usual stuff where your greens so it's like 40 grams of protein right 20 grams of carbs so they make sure that every meal's balanced yeah between protein carbs healthy fats and um fiber and yeah that's good man just takes the th- thought out of it doesn't it man? that's exactly why i'm doing it i'm thinking it's 10 meals porridge for my lunch um 
a protein bar for my no pro, porridge for my breakfast protein bar for my lunch and one of them for my dinner get a structure for 10 days and then i'll i'll see what's happening no. that doesn't mean that i won't eat vegan again but there's a lot of unhealthy vegan food there as well man see things like i mean it's all right to have chickpea curries and stuff and that's really healthy for you but see when people start eating faking and uh fake meat and shit mm -hmm. see faking meat faking is basically fake bacon uh -huh. and it's like 40 fucking ingredients in it it looks like right. cartoon simpsons food Aye. see when you start eating all that shit even though it's vegan uh -huh. it's no good for you man I'd, um, that's it isn't it i think that a lot of the times i think that i understand right i understand why somebody would be an ethical vegan if i was mm. going to be vegan i would be an ethical this is my call to veganism and the plant-based diet is based on the ethics and my sort of belief about you know these chickens are alive man like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> like yeah. they've got no brains and they'll run it's like uh, this makes me feel factory farming makes me feel really uncomfortable yeah i don't think that's healthy for you either like no. the majority of the chicken and beef that you get especially if it's like you know you get like a fucking baguette for a pound or something like that it's like aye. oh supermarket but, meat is a no-go and like i and i suppose if it says organic and stuff you're like right okay but you pay for that a wee bit extra but um I I I can't really get on board with people doing it for health reasons because because you need to supplement. Yeah. There's something missing in it. Yeah, and kids you cannot have vegan children. Like they the so many I mean I've I read a thing this might be pure meat propaganda, by the way. Yeah. But I read a thing where somebody got their kids taken off them because of the bloods that were getting taken they were like so malnourished you yeah. need to grow your bones or you need milk you need calcium like you need all these things and i think like if you're if you're then making an ethical choice for your kids and giving them supplements it's like oh i don't know man that, yeah. that feels funny to me but what do you reckon to like the beyond like if you tried like the the beyond burger yeah Mate, they're incredible, man. Delicious. How fucking tasty they hangs, man. But do you, are they bad for you then? I don't know too I much think, about it. I think they're bad for you. They are bad for you. Any worse than a beef burger? Um, it, it. I think it really goes to the the type of beef burger. So if you right. if it's supermarket meat, I would say don't eat supermarket meat. Right. If it's a burger from a butcher's or a farm, mm -hmm. then I would say it's probably healthier. But then, right. you know, if you're having that burger with cheese and bread and if you're just having the burger with a, a salad and something else, I think it would be healthier. I'm not a nutritionist, but the the Beyond Burger, there's a lot of stuff in that as well. Right. But um, it really it depends. What I've learned recently as well, that everybody's body's different. So you might respond amazingly to a vegan diet and makes sense and i won't but i noticed like i was getting open sores in my neck and just weird shit like um i used to give blood all the time and then see within six months of being a vegan i went in to donate blood and they couldn't take blood and then they said it's really common if you're a vegan and then when my hair started falling out and um, the doctor was like veganism can do that holy so, fuck right so and, and this is <clears> me living through that experience um and i've done it and it mm. benefited me for a while and then it never benefited me obviously stress 
depression, lockdown, COVID, all that shit never helped. I've got an eating, I think I've got an eating disordered eating as well. So I go to food for like a drug. Mm. All that. When you're stressed, you eat more. When you need comfort, you eat. So all that shit didn't help. All that shit didn't help. But, you know, I've ordered a lot of protein bars uh, from my uh, my protein, but they're all all vegan. I still have oat milk. So it's not like I'm no I'm not gonna start fucking drinking bone marrow soup. Like <laughs> I'm just what I get a norm a normal healthy structure in my life. Aye. You know, all my vitamins are ve- vegan. Um mm-hmm. so I don't know if like I'll I'll get these meals out of the way, see how I feel, and I might go back to plant based. But I might just eat that stuff in the house and then if I say me and you go for a munch one night, if there's a curry there and it's a vegan i'll, I'll get it ah, you'll get that i think you're doing i mean you're noticing that things aren't great <clears throat> sort of like physically with sores and hair falling out and if if you're speaking to a nutritionist you're speaking to a doctor and they're saying that this could be an adverse impact to your plant-based diet i yeah. think really and truly you, you would be a bit of an idiot not to do what you're doing and yeah. sort of go let's reintroduce some meat and let's see how if it improves if any and if it doesn't i'll go back to it but yeah i mean mate i i genuinely think oat milk coconut milk almond milk it's nicer than fucking milk like you see when you have like coconut milk with a coffee it naturally sweetens it it's yes. so good like so much I, th- I think it's better i i'm not a big fan of like i'm i eat meat i eat chicken fish eggs beef whatever i don't really pork i'll eat whatever fucking bacon whatever like, i don't give a fuck yeah. but i hate milk yeah um, i used to love it mate i used to be pure gold cap <laughs> like fucking drinking the fat straight out the fucking udder and <laughs> see when you i went through a wee health kick a few years ago and i did the the where you take everything out your diet and then you reintroduce it to see what's causing like your ibs and, and like causing inflammation just to yeah. see if you're and when I reintroduce milk, mate, see, like, if I go and get a milkshake for McDonald's or something, mate, I'm crippled with pain. So I yeah. think I might be, like, lactose intolerant a wee bit. Yeah. Maybe even invited it into my life a wee bit by doing that, like, taking out my diet. But I love coconut milk, mate. It's... Well, anytime I've had a personal trainer or something like that, the first thing, I remember the first time it happened, the guy was like, do you put, do you drink milk? And I was like, in my tea, and he's like, ah, ditch milk. And this was like a steak-eating PT. He's like, it's nothing to do with veganism, but it it brings nothing to the table. It's no good for you. The only milk you need is when you get breastfed when you're a kid. After that, you don't need it. Bitty. (laughs) Bitty. Bitty now. So Here's an interesting fact for you. Do you know there's THC in breast milk? What's THC again? The active cannabinoid ingredient of cannabis that make me have a fucking panic attack at two in the morning. There is a microdose of CBD and THC in breast milk. Wow. I mean, a lot of people find breastfeeding weird, but my dad breastfed me and I'm already, <laughs> hey, come on, baby. It's uh, a podcast. So well, we're we're, we're normalising this, but aren't we? Like, this is getting more normal, that breastfeeding is like a natural sort of thing like uh-huh. you get guys that are like it's disgusting and it's like where's your head at mate why is it disgusting like why is you... it always guys as well no fucking fucking they just see it as something sexual it makes them feel uncomfortable in the present state in public because it's like i watch yeah. their tits and it's like 
that's a mother feeding her child. That's it, mate. Yeah. I mean, you can't help but notice if somebody's got a banging set of tits and they're fucking whipping them out to feed their wain, right? You're going to notice if you're yeah. fucking, if you like boobs, right? Uh -huh. But why does it make you feel uncomfortable? Just ask yourself that. Why does it make you feel uncomfortable that she's feeding her wain in front of you, you mad fucking creepy bastard? That's, I always remember seeing Celtic, um, I don't know if Celtic led the way with this, but see when there was free sanitary products mm -hmm. at Parkhead. Yeah. I think it was Celtic. Uh, Celtic it? were the first team to do it because Erin, the um, Boyle, Erin Boyle, uh, Michaela, and oh god, I can't remember the third lassie's name. That's shakes. I had them on Rebel City. Um, yeah. uh, call it, no, no, call it out. Um, I can't remember what the fucking campaign was called now. But anyway, um, they were Celtic fans, so they started on their own doorstep. Yeah, and then I think when they packed it in, it was like two hundred and fifty clubs, you know, amazing. Like worldwide. Erin Boyle, an amazing Scottish poet, and she's a mad um, Celtic fan. She does a lot of work with that. Oh, what's that foundation? The Kano Kano Foundation. Aye. Uh -huh. So um, I never, I never realised that they started that. But see, when that start, that was a thing. Basically, it was free um, sanitary products for females at football games. Mm -hmm. And there was just this horde of men saying, uh, how come that's fucking free? And how come we're not getting this? And why is that a thing? And you're like, shut the fuck up. Uh, do you take your own bog roll to the fat body? Wipe your ass if you need, <laughs> if you desperately need a shite? No. So, like, they, women, women are not in control when their menstrual cycle kicks in. Yeah. So you need to, like, in period poverty is one of these unspoken things that yeah. must be so shameful if, like, imagine being 15, like a young teenager and going through fucking all that shit and you take your period at the football and you're with your dad and your uncle. Yeah. What you got to do? Now you can go to the toilet and it, and it's there free of charge. Aye. The Sandyford throw out three Johnnies, right? So shut the fuck up, yeah. like get a grip it, and then it, you get into this. It's just the pure sexism that's still present in football, mate. Like there's a there's a female Celtic podcaster, and actually I've not seen her about a lot, and I think she might have actually packed it in, which is a shame. I think her name is Natasha. She went on Sky Sports. She's on a prominent Celtic podcast, um, a Celtic state of mind, I think, um, with Paul Dyke and. She got asked to go on Sky Sports and make a comment during the, the shit show that was the 10 in a row season and she got stuck into Neil Lennon. Blonde hair. Aye. And guys were like pure, who does she think she is having an opinion on football? You're like, what fucking years this? Yeah. Like, fuck's sake. It was a very, um, I respected her opinion. She had a lot of good things to say. Aye. I actually, I 100% agreed with her. Aye, so did I. Like, she was right. Mm -hmm. I, I never realised she disappeared off the scene. Well, I've not seen her, like, yeah. so I'm, I'm wondering because I did. She was quite prominent and getting a lot of retweets. I don't think I followed her, but yeah. um, uh, she did. You would see her kind of commenting. Obviously, we are Celtic fans, so we get Celtic Twitter right in our face, and I've not seen her, so I'm wondering yeah. if, if Celtic she's... Twitter. See Celtic. Some say. I mean, I love Celtic, right? Obviously, I'm a Celtic fan and I love Celtic. It's a charity. It's a Celtic. It's a football team based on a charity, mm -hmm. and there's some beautiful parts of it. But see, some of the fans, man, some of them are cunts, mate. Horrible cunts. Mate, this is it. This is it. Like we're no immune to being ball bags, and that's yeah. for fucking sure. And within the Celtic support, I have met many fucking ball bags. Like that, you're just like, mate. Going out, if going out to Ibrox, man, fucking get out of here, man. You're no, your type's no welcome here. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Speaking of cunts, um, uh oh, 
Betty White was a hundred this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Happy birthday, Betty, Betty White. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> would you, um, would you shag a, an elderly lady? Would you pump a granny? That's what I'm trying. There's that there's in Glasgow region. How old? Betty White before she dies. I would shag Betty White. No. Just because it was Betty White. Do you know who I've definitely got a thing for? Meryl Streep. She's beautiful. Oh, mate. Beautiful woman. See fucking Mamma Mia? That piece of shit. Terrible, right? Yeah. But I could just... I, Meryl Streep's hot, man. Like I like 40-plus handjobs. <laughs> <laughs> what? In, in one go? <laughs> no, like, you like a wee, a wee handjob. Do you know where I think... See, just as you said that, right? A memory triggered and I think See, when that happens, it's usually quite important. Did you ever watch Shameless? Not Back years. in the day? But did you watch it back in the day? Yes. Do you remember the, the woman that was Frank's wife? Aye. I was into that, man. I was totally into that. And there was a storyline where the police officer, the local police officer, was having trouble with premature ejaculation. And there was like a bit where she had like a rubber glove on and she was giving him a hand job, And that just came into my head there when you said, I like over 40s hand jobs. I was like... I get a wee, my boss twinged and I thought about her with a rubber gloves on and was like, mm. I'll be YouTubing that later. <laughs> <laughs> um, what well, else? Have you seen this new trend of. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you having flashbacks? Aye, right, mate, sorry. I forgot to bring it up there. I was trying to fit it in with the meat eating, but have you seen this new trend on Scottish Twitter? The massive chicken ball? No. So, you know how you had oh. uh, Nando's, now you've got Black Sparrow or fucking Black Rooster. Now, um, it's, uh, what's the fucking Ice Blast stuff? That was a thing. Right, I now, Tango, Tango Ice Blast. No, it's a massive chicken ball. <laughs> like a gigantic chicken ball you can get for a Chinese. Right, let me look. Massive chicken ball on Twitter. What's happening here? What's the Chinese takeaway that does the massive chicken ball you one hour ago? <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted that. Wong Ho Lo, the Sky Dragon and Drummy. Yes. Right, okay. They've put rice, chicken balls and something else in it and everybody's gone fucking mental for oh, it. Oh, I've just seen it, right. So it is a Chinese style batter mm -hmm. with chicken curry fried rice on it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mate, can you do that? I'm starving. Aye, that sounds. That? Oh fuck, aye, mate. Aye, wow. That with a nice blast. <laughs> Give me a giant chicken ball with a tango ice blast and Nando's <laughs> with my cheeky wee bird <laughs> with my fucking fold car Nike Air Max and my Audi plus uh, my hair transplant. Aye. Uh, 
with my veneers doing my cold water therapy, mate. You're just turning into a fucking cliche. Ah, it's like a werewolf into it. I've been bit. So it's like the hair transplant happened and now it's cold water therapy. And next week I'll be like, ah, black rooster troops. It's fucking quality, man. <laughs> and do you know what? I mean, black rooster is good, but why do people like come in their drawers about fucking chicken and rice and chicken and chips, man? It's like, calm yeah. down. Calm the fuck down. See, years ago when I was in Albatera, which is in the Portuguese Algarve, that's where all that shit comes from. Mm -hmm. So like Nando's is a Brazilian or Portuguese. So like Brazil's a Portuguese colony. Mm -hmm. So that's why they speak Portuguese in Brazil and, you know, like, aye, they basically raped and pillaged their women or whatever like that. Aye. Like, <laughs> like all colonists do, you know. Yeah. Ding. We love that. But um, that come, that's a Portuguese thing, like the chicken. Um, and I went to like a traditional sort of Portuguese chicken hut type thing and mate it it really was amazing it like the and it was so cheap because it was for like the people that live there and they're quite a poor community but mate you could get like a full chicken a plate of chips and a stein of beer for like fucking 10 euro oh but the quality of these chickens mate they were fucking to die for it wasn't it Nando's I, I genuinely think Nando's is quite pish yeah like overpriced it's fucking... really overpriced disaster how much it's overpriced the vegan stuff is nice but it's over everything's overpriced it's like 20 quid for a munch for what's basically a chicken and a pita bread and chips Aye. with some fucking hot sauce how are you with spice do you know i've changed when i was younger i could go really spicy uh, when i was young i used to have uh, like 18 to 25 i was vindaloo's and stuff but see now i don't know man I could still eat spicy food, but mm -hmm. I don't know if I enjoy it. Because see, when I'm hungry, I just want to eat it. But right. see, when it's spicy, I'm like, fucking hell, this is a shift. Right, aye. But I, I'm a fat cunt, mate. I'd eat shit. <laughs> hot sauce and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, turd and hot sauce. I'm, I've, got a, I've got a mouthful of asbestos. I'm like, fucking... My missus is sitting Greek next to me, and I'm like, that doesn't even taste peppery to me. Yeah. So I'm thinking about, actually, have you ever seen Hot Ones? Hot? Hot Ones. No. It's a TV, it's a YouTube show. Um, and what they do is, is they have like 10 chicken wings, 10 hot sauces, and they interview celebrities while they try and eat these hot sauces. And there's one of them that's called The Bomb Beyond Insanity, and it's like half a million scovels. Oofed. And apparently this is like crazy, but I watched a YouTube video of a guy the other night eating six wings, and he was like, it's not even that bad. And I'm like, that might, I think I'm like that. I think he's me and him are like separated at birth as much yeah. as he was like black and I'm no like <laughs> but um I I was I was gonna say do you want to, do you, if I get a bottle of this the bomb I'll bring it in and we'll try it on the Aye. podcast and we'll see how we find it we'll Aye, just I'll get a couple it. of chicken wings and put a wee bit on it yes right, I'll try okay. it right I'm gonna yeah. order that off Amazon mate right spicy food is good for you that's a myth that people think it's bad for you mm. I mean if it's like curried like uh noodles shit that's bad but like genuine spice and an indian or something it's uh -huh. good for you got to be mate you have a wee sweat you have a wee poop <laughs> uh, that's the thing about that's the bad thing about having a, a real high tolerance for spice mate i have some spicy shites like yeah when i eat it i'm like this is fine when it's coming out my fucking hole it's like shitting pure fire sometimes man your gut health must be incredible really hi if you're passing waste all the time it must be good i have one huge shite every day in the morning after my coffee i have black coffee pint of water and it's time for a shit mate it's shit o'clock <laughs> like, you have one meal a day uh, well for all intents and purposes 
one two and a half thousand calorie meal i like aye aye well i need to eat my my calorie minimum i'm not going to run about in a deficit like yeah. any energy i need to hit my minimum calories but only i might eat windows four hours mm. 6 p.m to 10 p.m and i pretty much continuously eat throughout that time just one big meal and then like snacks so what would you say you <clears throat> eat sorry normally what would you eat um on an average day I, I have a balanced dinner like uh, the other night i had baked potato uh baked beans tuna mayo and we're in with the tuna mayo i put some frank's hot sauce and one of the fucking bird's eye steam bag of edge yeah i had th that's like my that was my dinner so protein beans like fats um and the tuna as well mayonnaise like full fat mayonnaise vegetables carbs with the toys the baked toy a wee bit of cheese so i'd be like my dinner and then after that i eat like trek protein bars yeah. um i have like uh gluten-free crisps stuff like that like pretzels mm -hmm. just shit like a graze on stuff but i'm a nighttime eater like i've always been like that ever yeah. since i was a wee boy during the day can take it or leave it but at night time i've always been like an eating so i just form my diet run that and just suit myself works for me good mate enjoy it I'm fucking starving now. I know, mate. We've been talking about Nando's and hot sauce and fucking black rooster. <laughs> I know, slagging them. Then. Do you know what the real killer was there, mate? That fucking chicken curry, fucking chicken ball, mate. Oh. I'm burning now because I'm so hungry. <laughs> fucking bastard. I put hot sauce in a lot of food as well. Just a wee bit of hot sauce. Mm -hmm. I'd rather do that than have a spicy curry now. I'd put a wee bit over my food. And... Is it Frank's? Aye, Frank's Aye, is amazing. It's the daddy, isn't it, man? I have Tabasco, man, but it's a bit hot than now. I'm like, fuck. Hotter than Frank's? Aye. I have the Frank's extra hot. Mm. Um, see the hottest Nando's sauce? I would say that's... To me, that's the first level of spice. Where oh. I'm like, I, I can acknowledge that that's spicy, but see everything under that in Nando's, I don't feel it at all. It's just got a flavour. Yeah. So, aye, I don't know what that means. I'm getting a Nando's after this. Aye, we'll talk about how shite it is. Phone, phone fucking Nando's, get it here right now. Get anybody eats Nando's here, Paul, right now. Um, I've got notes <clears> down <throat> here that are just like half assed notes, like uh, robots are showing emotions. So, did you see, is this based on that mad aye. fucking video of that <laughs> robot trying to show emotions? Aye, it looks like it's in a kettle. Aye. Mate, I did a pump and tweet where I fucking retweeted it quote tweeted it with a fucking uh gif of trump then he's mad see like his mad face that he does like the pure Aye. mad stank face or whatever they call it fucking didn't get any likes unappreciated how come your twitter's not getting any uh, traffic i think i'm a boring bastard mate i think just a money boring i don't know i don't I, I genuinely don't know i don't pay that much attention to it to be fair yeah. no consistency post two tweets on a monday and then you'll not see anything for like three weeks and then i'll post something so i think i just don't get any people's feeds so start tweeting mayor nah massive chicken boys like that fucking yes man. happening troops do you think that there's another city quite like glasgow for making unhealthy food or taking something that's already unhealthy such as a breast of chicken curry with fried rice <laughs> and making it even more unhealthy <laughs> by sticking it in a fucking pastry <laughs> <laughs> it's like a doner kebab right a large donut kebab with everything on it. Let's wrap it in a fucking naan bread. You're like, come on, man. How good is that though, mate? Ah, it's good. It's so good. Did you miss donut meat while you were vegan? 
No, not really. No? I went through the change. Because uh, some of the food is incredible, mate. See, ve- vegan junk food. It does a trick, but I did miss kebabs. You ever have the, plant-based, the plant-based shawarma? Aye. That stuff's banging, that, mate. I love that shit. That does something to your arse, though, man. Like you're saying, it's not good for you. Aye, because normal kebabs, like, that that had a worse effect on me than a normal kebab. Um, Have you ever been to Best Kebab in town? I've not been in years there, a bunch of smelly bastards, yeah, man. Have you seen the reviews? <laughs> I feel wavy Davy. <laughs> Um, oh, I just the, just the, the, the guy I in, in on TripAdvisor. Yeah. He's just pure it's your mother's things and all that, and just pure geese it to them. I used to go to that place after nightclubs religiously, mate. Strathclyde Student Union, straight to Best Kebab. It was like what a religion. I because they do this thing that I always loved called the Sarbeni. <sighs> the Sarbeni was brilliant, but they're bumping bastards. They're stinking. The, nothing on it. They're stinking now, mate. Like yeah. I went maybe about five years ago to get a sarbeni and it was fucking it was a howling mate i didn't even eat it you could smell the fucking salmonella off it man yeah um aye so i don't know what happened to the place it used to be i don't know if it's the the quality of food that's now available you need to remember like when i'm saying that me and my mates went there after strathclyde student union you're probably talking about 2003 2004 right yeah has the quality of food got so much better that we now look at that and like that's fucking disgusting or has it actually got worse? Because I don't. I, I think it's always been pretty barking. It's always been barking. Right. But back in the day, I was just a slob and I never gave a fuck. I would eat kebabs for farm foods, like for the freezer. Remember so, them in the wee paper bag? Aye. How, but who's shite? Did you ever have the burger in the paper bag? Aye. Well, if, if you over microwaved it for like a second, <laughs> one half it went rock hard. And you'd be like pure. <laughs> it'd be like crisps, but like a burger. How the fuck are we no all dying, man? Well, we'll see what happens in 20 years, mate, and all the microchips. And I don't mean, like, I mean, like, McCain microchips start seeping out of fucking pores. <laughs> <laughs> we just turn into a big pile of microchips. I love that when you say the online reviews, the guy takes the bite, because I've seen that with other takeaways. They'll be like, uh, Davey McKay for Postal's banned for life <laughs> for leaving fucking bad reviews. <laughs> You're just shite, mate. Aye, pure. That did... I think is that a Chinese somewhere where he's just pure banned. He just keeps on going, your your arse or whatever, banned. And I'll fuck you <laughs> <laughs> banned. <laughs> Aye, so robots are showing emotions. Uh-huh. So where do you see this ending? Because have you seen like the Boston is it it's no Boston Analytics, that's Cambridge Analytics. Boston is it Boston Dynamics or something like that? Have you ever seen the fucking robots that these cunts are making? Well like the dogs? It is iRobot. It's scary shit. It's iRobot with Will Smith. And I think we are probably 100 years away from if you're working in a factory, you'll be standing beside a robot. I don't think you'll be there. Aye. I don't think we'll be there. I think this is part of the problems that we face in society is, is that, mate, it's not even the factories. There'll be no doctors. GP, gone. Pharmacist, gone. Like, why would they need a human to do that? Yeah. It will literally be they'll have automation take care of all of that shit. Like you can already see it at Tesco, McDonald's. Aye. You know, like there's no count think about back when we were young. You'd walk into McDonald's and there'd be like twenty tills. Yeah. Now you go in there's three and yeah. a bunch of fucking screens that people punch into. So I don't think we'll be flying planes, driving buses, taxis. It's gonna go pure total recall, mate. Like Aye. 
I genuinely think that. I, I think that as well, mate, and it's quite sad. And remember when self-checkouts came in with Asda and stuff, everybody was like, this is fucking mental. But no, it's just... The norm. The norm, I right? prefer it. Need to deal with some fucking prick at, you know what I mean? Doesn't want to be there. <laughs> no, it's going to be robots. Robots that don't want to be there. How shite would that be? A robot that works in Asda? They'll program in sass. They'll program in fatigue. So if you go in at six o'clock at night and you you scan your thing, it'll go. <laughs> God sake! How long do you think it'll be before somebody tries to bump one? Well, have you seen the eye black mirror? Aye. Well, I think that. Maybe a lot of sexual deviancy will go away if we can just sort of bit. Aye, who knows where that ends, man? Like Pump, fucking fuck it, shagging robot. robots, man. Half Wayne, half robot. Like, how tight do you want it? Like super tight. That's ah. fucking vile, man. Vile chat. I'm a fucking t- terrible human being that I am. It's all right for you. You're fucking hiding behind the camera. Can't know who I am, mate. You've outed me. Stop <laughs> tagging me and everything, but the that's robot <laughs> The robot pedo. What? What the fuck? How's my? What the fuck? Where did you get pedo Sorry. for that? <laughs> I, I retract the pedo statement. Right. The robot beast. Aye, okay. Aye, robot <laughs> deviant. Pure Richard type robots. Aluminium. I've started watching old school films again. Um, I've got a lot of more free time, so I have. Just start. I felt like I've start back for the beginning. All these new. The beginning of what? Film. <laughs> All these shitey new. <laughs> like right. I go back to the start. I'm bored with my tits. Right. All these things on Netflix and Amazon Prime. I'm like I can't do box sets. So I went back and um, if you have, I love horror films. I think I've said this many times on the podcast. Have you ever heard of a film called Freaks? No. Freaks was a horror movie made in 1923 and it was about the circus and it's been voted as one of the greatest horror films of all time. Now, uh, it's about a travelling circus right. and in the circus, this is why it was so controversial because it was 1923, they just hired all the actors that actually worked and traveling circuses right and freak shows i don't mean to be offensive but that's what they were called yeah, they were called labeled that weren't they Aye. Aye, like the bearded lady the the fucking super strong man and stuff Aye. like that right and that's what they called themselves <clears throat> so it was just like hired people from that time getting jobs uh-huh. and it's about a woman in the circus that is attracted to a dwarf that's really wealthy and he falls in love with her but all the other freaks realise that she's sinister and she's up to no good. And right. at first it started off like, oh man, this is horrible uh, because it feels like they're taking advantage of disabled people really mm-hmm. and they're filming them. But then it gets really good and by the end it's like, I can understand why this is probably one of the greatest horrors of all time. It get banned soon as it came out it get banned and it never get re-released until the 60s again but one of the see the dwarf guy in it Mm -hmm. the dwarf guy was uh one of the dwarfs in uh the wizard of oz one of the main guys right so it was a fucking brilliant film i've got no joke here i've got no kind of thing to say about that but it was just so cool to see a film from that era Mm -hmm. made where'd you watch it just in my house Aye, but how did you get access to it? All oh, right, what platform? There's a joke. 
Um, on Prime for so, so on Amazon Prime one pound fifty. Uh, rented up. Aye, brilliant. And um, it was brilliant. So I'll finish that. I'll get. This made you go back to like that far back. Because I'm quite like. I love looking at see 100 greatest songs or albums or films of all time. So right. I, I just googled googled it out of curiosity and I, I realised I've seen most of them. But then I started doing horror films and other things. And I'm like, there's some, for somebody who loves horror, there's a lot of stuff that I haven't seen. So I'm going to go into the first Frankenstein Stein right. next. And is that Hammer? No, that's bo- like Boris Karloff. Like, right. What was that? What was the company then? Was it? You're talking about Hammer House of Horror. Aye, they did a Frankenstein and a Werewolf and all that. So sort of I stuff. think Hammer House of Horror is a British company, and they were doing it in the seventies to the eighties. Right. Ah, Christopher Lee and stuff like Aye. that. Right. Okay. But the one that I'm going to watch is I think that was MGM. Right. It was like back in the thirties and the forties, and he he was right. the original Frankenstein. Okay. So I'm going to just kind of work my way through that. That's class, mate. If you're into horror, you may as well go and educate yourself on it and yes. see what you love. And aye, that's it. I'm sure you'll find shit that you're like, fuck, man. The 70s was a real, like, great time for horror movies. Like, I think that horror now, I'm not really into it. Like, yeah. I think I kind of gave up after Paranormal Activity. Yeah. Because I loved, like, so I watched Paranormal Activity on a night flight back to Las Vegas and I couldn't sleep. Wow. Um, because you were the, scared? No, because of the time differences. So it was just it, when we were flying across America, it turned into night, but it was like the fucking flight took off at like seven in the morning in, in Vegas. So I was like ready for my day. Yeah. And I was just stuck in this flight and everybody went to sleep and they turned the lights off because it was dark and everybody was sleeping. And I sat and watched Paranormal Activity, mate, and I was shitting myself. I, I'm no joke, man. It's one of the best horror experiences I've got. That and the first time I watched the Japanese ring. And I watched it in a portable telly and I and one of my mates, Big Brother's Loft, full of hash and just <laughs> was like, nah, man, get that to yeah. fuck. But it was good. That's why you date, isn't it? You, you're scaring yourself. Yeah. But see, after Paranormal Activity, I think modern horror's either too gory, like too far, where you're yeah. like, that doesn't even look real to me. It looks, looks real, but I don't believe it. Mm. Or they're trying to be too like kind of like ooh, like paranormal activity in that way you don't actually see anything nothing yeah. really happens it's just like this invisible there's footprints and then you see the the thing and you're kind of like you get chills it's all just been kind of like downhill for there but see dario argento like the the italian gore and um, yeah. for the 70s the first i mean one of my favorites of all time is the original evil dead that's amazing mate how i mean how good is that movie and how good a character is fucking uh bruce i what's his name bruce for safe no um <laughs> bruce um how come i don't know that it's i say bruce banner but it's it's no um but campbell bruce campbell mate yes um that's one of the the original before they remade it and like the second one the original fucking outstanding yeah. horror mate i, love I think that the remake have you seen the remake as well but the the re-remake or evil dead 2 or no the i read the the new recent one, one um i have no it was good mate very gory but it's uh it's a good tip of the hat to an original kind of do you want to hear something 
creepy. When I the first time I watched the original Evil Dead, I had a girlfriend and we sat and we watched it, and then she was like, "Let's go to the park Fuck. and shag next to a tree." And if you know anything about the Evil Dead, she gets raped off a tree, like his bird gets fucking molested off a tree. And this lassie that was with was like, "Can we go to the park?" It was like Friday night, eleven o'clock at night. She's like, "Can we go to the park and like shag next to a tree?" And obviously, you know, I was like seventeen. I was like, "I've got to do it," but as I look back now, I'm like, mm. "She got Facebook." A bit suspect. <laughs> she'll she'll sell you feet pics. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't I don't talk to her anymore. I knew one of fuck's sake. I mate, I pure having rape fantasies about a tree. <laughs> but I am I'm into that. Like I love all the eight seventies, eighties, and nineties horror. Yeah, I love all that shit. I, I agree with you, mate. I think modern day horror has took a, a major dip. There's some classics like It Follows. Have you seen that? Is that an extension of It? No. No. Um, it no. Follows. It's a really amazing independent horror film, right? It's very hard to describe what it's about. It's about, I think it's like a demon or some type of spirit that invades someone's no, fact, it's not. Only... What's that noise? You hearing that? You hearing something? I heard something there, man, through my headphones. What did you hear? Like a chatting noise or something. Honestly? No. The spirits. The spirits. It follows... Um, I'm going to bastardise it, so just Google it. It's an, uh, an amazing film. And uh, what else is good? What's the one about the cult, the Swedish cult? Midsummer. You seen that? Never seen it. Oh, mate. I need to watch Take it. Take an edible and go watch that. <laughs> Be sitting with my... <laughs> behind my fucking I, quilt. It's like a, an American girl who starts going out with a Swedish guy uh, for their summer holiday. They go back to Sweden and his family are part of this cult. And she's there with all her mates. And I don't want to ruin it, but it's amazing. Mm -hmm. So, Midsummer, um, it follows. And there's hundreds of modern day horror films drag me to hell drag um, me to hell's great that was good aye man there are there are ones that come up that you're like fuck man that's yeah. class but um, you know for every drag me to hell there's 500 cheaters aye it's not the 70s anyway. they're trying too hard I, yeah. feel, I think that's what i feel like they're pure trying too hard instead of letting it just be scary like because yeah. the thing i love about horror is, is that it's your mind that does the scaring yeah like you could just like Aye, that wee bit in The Exorcist where the Grim Reaper flashes on the screen like traumatised people literally yeah. got that thing banned and it's one frame. Mental. One frame of a white face and it's just your head does it. Your head does it to you, man. That's what I love about it. The first time I ever watched it, it was, I think it was in 1994. I was five. So I watched it when I was six or seven. Mm -hmm. See, the first time I watched that, that haunted me for me years, mate. Me that too. gave me a genuine fear of clowns me too. and dolls as well. Just anything that even looked like a Tim clown. Tim Curry's fucking amazing yeah. in that. But as an adult, when the DVD came out, because it just had never been on DVD and all this yeah. type of stuff, I worked in Virgin Megastore and the DVD came out and I bought it and I was like, I cannot wait to watch this. And I got a couple of mates, you seen this? No, let's watch this. And they were looking at me like I was a fucking idiot. Like, what the I, fuck? You look back, you're like, oh, this isn't scary. But when I, I was a wee guy, mate, it was petrifying, mental. petrifying, man. Because I watched it recently and the CGI stuff is awful. Mm, the bit but he's a big fucking spider and all that. Aye. 
in the bit he comes out of the shower. Mm-hmm. But the remake, it, it was brilliant. The first one was brilliant. The second one was all right. It was good enough. It's the times, aren't it? Like, if you go back, suppose you're proving that wrong when you're going back to the 20s and you're like, I think, I suppose when I'm saying that, there's no CGI. That's just all humans that's in that. Yeah. So that'll carry weight until you get to the point where it's like Freddy Krueger and you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, I, I mean, there was a bit in Freaks, right? I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's a bit when the Freaks unite to kind of to go against somebody who's a bad person and see watching them all become one mm-hmm. in this scene that was no CGI. It was just old school camera work. I was like that. I mean, if I feel like this watching it the new, I wonder what it was like back then. Ah, because see, back then, it was Wizard of Oz, it was Marx Brother films, it was Charlie Chaplin shit. Mm-hmm. You didn't see disabled people on the screen. You mm-hmm. never even seen black actors on the screen. Aye, they used to blackface, didn't they? I, like, I love the Marx Brothers, right? And I know that the Marx Brothers are no racist because they're, they're Jewish. They've been through a lot of shit themselves. But there's a Marx Brothers uh, film when... Do you know, I'm no 100% sure on this, but I think Groucho Black's up. And I'm like, fuck. So. I think that that's just, that is one of the ones that would get cancelled now and uh-huh. people would shit on it. And then that means that the Marx Brothers were racist and you need to just realise that it was a different time. Yeah. Like if people, so before anybody's like pure, oh, well, you know, it was a different time. If somebody does something, you know, like, fuck, I like people like battering their wife or what, there's no excuse for that. Like, that's yeah. no, wouldn't it wouldn't be like, it was a different time. But in media, talking like movies, the Marx Brothers wouldn't have got their movies on the screen if they didn't black up. There was no black actors. It was totally like segregated. Yeah. They didn't cause that. They were, they, they would be a victim of the circumstance that they found themselves in. They had to do that. Yeah. Um, Plus they were Jewish as well, so they were victims, like, because they were um, discriminated against. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all, they always have been, but back in the day That's it was it. worse. Have you ever seen Reefer Madness? I haven't seen it. I've just seen clips of it. Heard about it. I'd watch that, mate, because it's funny to watch the insanity. Is this it. a film? It was a... Aye. It was, like, basically what turned out to be years later funded by the US government. But it was a movie that was released. So what would be the equivalent nowadays? Maybe like some sort of like zero dot zero dot thirty or what you know, like yeah. the government kinda like trying to push their narrative on a situation that like that. Yeah. Kinda like made by the government but released as this is the blockbuster movie of the summer, Reefer Madness, and it's so funny, mate. Like they're literally taking like one draw a joint and like gone schizophrenic <laughs> and like button fuck at each other. It's funny just to watch it just to be like People were actually watching this terrified, you know, like hearing that their kids were at college smoking weed and watching this movie and being like, oh God, you know, they're going to go rape each other and murder Hi. each other. And um, I, it's, it's quite funny to, to go back and watch stuff like that. But I'm going to watch that Freaks 150 Freaks. on Amazon Prime. I'm going to watch Reefer Madness. I'm going to put this here so I don't forget it. But Freaks is brilliant. Aye, so. Quite a wrap. That's I think we're going to wrap. Um... I don't really want to do over an hour. I know people are busy in the world. I enjoyed the chat, Paul. Thank you very much. Me too, mate. As always. And again, I just want to thank uh, Merchant City Medical for sponsoring the podcast. 
that goes towards covering the fees for the studio to film the podcast. If you enjoy my work, you can donate a coffee through the coffee app. Um, it's on my Twitter and my Facebook and the price of a coffee would be three quid and that just goes towards me uh, earning a living. It doesn't go towards anything else. So thank you very much for the support. Uh, Betty White was 100. I'd pump Betty White. I'm going for a chicken boy that's 10 foot tall. Tall? See you next week. Ah! Yes. <laughs> 10 foot tall. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 